0: Log Talk Radio. Welcome to Weed Wednesday, Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical
1: cannabis. Your hosts, Phil Star
2: and the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education.
0: Visit Summerweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at summerweedshealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe,
1: and, and educate. educate.
0: Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. It's the end of the month for the bestie. It's July 28th. Woo! And there's only 150 days until Christmas, bestie. <laughs> get your bombs ready for the stress. <laughs> Maybe get some tinctures. Maybe tell the family to go away for a little while. You know, that kind of stuff. Get ready, Christmas is coming, July 28th, Welcome to We Wednesday, folks. We have a really great show today. We have a wonderful guest on today. Sarah Polanski's on today, and we will be speaking with her shortly. Um, Got some big news today, some exciting news. yeah. And uh, we'll get to some news from uh, Tucson, Arizona, and around the world, the world at large. How's everybody doing out there today? Let's see if we get some blogging going on here. You can go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com Health Center. And click on the radio section there. Scroll on down. You can get to the link right there. And you can get to the show. You can sign in and blog in and ask questions. You can call in at 646-915-8421. Just press number one. Um, and you'll be put on the in queue box there. So uh, thank you for tuning in, everybody. We really, really, really appreciate it. And we'd like to give a shout-out to Tumbleweed Cell Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come down and get certified. Come down and get some CBD products. Come down and just get some information and some education. That's the most important thing to us. We don't care if you come in and buy anything or not. What we do care is that you come in and chat with us. Uh, We have a wonderful, wonderful staff down there, and um, we just want to talk to you about whatever you have going on, whether it's stress of, you know, the pandemic today or even the stress of the Olympics. I mean, hey, oh, where are you guys in the green room? (laughs) Uh, That's stressful, too. Fun to watch. Uh, But come on down, and we'd love to chat with you. And we have doctors on staff six days a week. So Monday through Saturday, you can come down and get certified. You can come down for a consultation if you just want to talk to a doctor before you get certified. Um, And again, you can talk with one of us. Uh, Let's see, what else here? Uh, If you want to know what conditions you can get certified for, if you are interested, uh, go to the website and check out our certification section. And it lists everything. You can also book your appointment right on top of the page there. We also accept walk-ins, which is really great Monday through Saturday. Just come on in anytime. Uh, The conditions that qualify you for a medical cannabis card, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's. We know that includes dementia and all the other types of Alzheimer's. Cahexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, tremors, all those kinds of things. You're also eligible for a medical cannabis card if you're being treated for something, even if it's not on the list, and the treatment's causing you anything on the list. And the chronic pain covers uh, a whole, whole host of things.
3: If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a
0: call, 520-838-4430. You can also email Tucson at gmail.com or just come on out, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We are offering telemedicine appointments as well, so you don't have to go anywhere but where you are to get your appointment. All right. so. Speaking of CBD and stress and the whole world and uh, good products, we have someone coming on air with us this morning, um, Sarah Polanski, and you can read all about her on our uh, website uh, on the radio show section. Um, And uh, Sarah uh, says throughout her 20s, she struggled with chronic health issues that left her exhausted, sick, and with a feeling that something wasn't right. Uh, she became very ill from parasites, and after the mass of being over-prescribed antibiotics, um, could barely tolerate food, and maintaining a high-stress job felt impossible. So it was just, at that point, after allopathic medicine failed, she turned to alternative forms of medicine and the power of plants. So with that introduction, we're going to let Sarah say uh, hello and welcome to um, We Stay we really appreciate you being
4: here. Hi, everyone. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Excited to connect uh, with both of you today and with your listeners. Um, so great introduction. Yeah, I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's really in a mission to, uh, to help people heal. So I'm excited to chat with you guys today because it seems like you guys really share the same philosophy.
0: Yeah, thank you for being on. And, again, we're so sorry about the – we don't change here in Arizona. And I'm not sure I saw you had a Bay Area code uh, phone number. Is that right? I am. I'm in San Francisco. Oh, awesome. I was born in Napa. Or no, I was born in Oakland, raised in Napa. So I'm a Bay Area girl myself, right on. Good job.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so I, I just
0: checked because my best friends are there, and I always have to tell them what time it is wherever we, wherever I am. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Um,
4: yeah. So yeah, thanks for getting I, I'm up from early. from the East Coast and, and okay. uh, lived in Philadelphia a long time, Detroit, and then California wooed me over, and I haven't been able yeah. to leave.
0: So I know it does that. It does that, especially if uh, especially the Bay Area. If you're at all into, um, I hate the word alternative. I just want to say, if you're all into healthy healing, <laughs> uh, Marin and the Bay Area are your place to be because there's just so many people that are for that and there's so many types of different types of doctors out there which is awesome so tell us more about how you got into into all this there's the allopathic part and you've got the yin-yang part and you've got all sorts and then then we're throwing in cbd in all this (laughs) tell us how yeah
4: yeah so um you know as you kind of mentioned in the intro I was dealing with uh, just ups and downs in my health throughout my 20s, a lot of digestive issues, Um, and then after I was uh, spending some time abroad doing some social impact work in East Africa, I ended up contracting a a parasite uh, Mm -hmm. from contaminated water, Um, and you know, I was over there for a little over a month. And so it it was something that had to be dealt with while I was over there. So it was, you know, taking some antibiotics, um, Mm. while I was over there. And then when I got back and I was dealing with, um, doctors here, I even went to see like infectious disease specialists at Stanford. Um, there was really not a great course of action as far as like what to do. And, uh, it was just more antibiotics and, you know, right. essentially, your digestive system is, is highly correlated to your immune system mm-hmm. um, and to your energy and all this and that. So I quickly found myself just really struggling to keep up with everyday life, not to mention my job. And so as you mm-hmm. we were calling out about this Bay, you know, the Bay Area, and a variety of kind of um, healing specialist you know I saw all sorts of people um, to try to pinpoint what to do and you know I think like at the end of the day what was really interesting to me was that it was to learn that your body ultimately wants to heal itself and it's kind of like you have to get out of the way and let it do that and oh, so
0: very well said yeah
1: absolutely
4: yeah, yeah get out of I'm its like, way <laughs> Yeah. And and that's what homeostasis is, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's that balance of, um, of being in optimal health. So every day your body's constantly working to try to get back to that place of health. And, you know, there's so many plant allies out there which can help you get there. And that's really the journey that I was on in creating this formula or these formulas.
0: Yeah. And, you know like you were saying when you're put on all these antibiotics your 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 gut it's like you know you really are what you eat and what you consume or what's in your mm-hmm. system and these antibiotics kill everything off in there and then yeah it, you get sick and then you know i mean it's just it's a whole domino effect of unhealthiness once that happens um what did you go to school to learn uh, how to, to integrate these? Because you've got some really wonderful different plants, um, uh, the mushrooms and, and other, various other things that you're using in your shirts you, How did you learn about those?
4: Yeah, so, I mean, I took on doing a lot of research myself, um, just buying yeah. texts and educating myself. But then I worked um, with a master herbalist, specifically in coming up with these formulas, you know, I I came to him with um, my goal and some, some plants that I thought would work well. And we helped work um, together to kind of narrow in that list and figure out the right ratios of things and and putting um, these two groups of plants together. So as you called out, we, we have adaptogens in there, which we can get into later on what that means in case your listeners aren't aware Um, we have other herbs, we have edible essential oils, which are offering a lot of great terpenes in there, which I know your cannabis users are are used to hearing that term. And then of course, Mm -hmm. um, cannabis, um, and within that cannabis, you know, it's primarily CBD, but then also CBDA, um, and CBN. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people, we're starting to hear about CBN, but, you know, I, I feel like mm-hmm. the real unsung hero of the cannabinoid world is CBDA and Dr. Uh, Rafael Mishulam, um, his work and, and the acids that are coming out, I think is really starting
0: mm-hmm. to, to highlight that cannabinoid
4: specifically.
0: Now, is that the CBD in its raw form? It
4: is, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what I thought. Yeah, um, there, yeah there's you know Dr. Courtney, I think his name is who does the juicing the benefits of juicing and such um that's that's awesome that that's in here and yeah c b n is something that uh people are using um i guess for sleep and such and different ailments and different uh conditions tell- yeah talk to us about um the adaptogens you said like for for users that aren't familiar with these terms to so talk to us about those kinds of things
4: sure, yeah. So adaptogens are interesting. They're um, a type of medicinal a classification of medicinal plants that um, have to essentially like do no harm to the body and help your body uh, resist stressors and build tolerance to stressors mm-hmm. over, over the long term. So it primarily goes to work on your HPA access system um, And so that system is regulating your nervous system, essentially. And um, these plants were used um, as early, we have records as early as 3000 BCE um, within Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine. Um, But then they were formally studied in the late 1940s by a Soviet scientist, um, and that work kind of put he, you know, he, he essentially went on a journey around the world trying to find these medicinal plants and classify them in order to make the Soviet Army, uh, the soldiers stronger. And so mm. that, that kind of uh, solidified, you know, the, the term um, adaptogens was during that time. Mm. And, um, yeah, and so, the, you know, what's interesting about these plants is some of them are grown and, and really... Um, harsh climates and so that plant has created an ability for itself to adapt to those environmental stressors and the compounds that it creates to adapt to those environmental stressors are essentially when we ingest it um, that's how we're getting some of those benefits those similar compounds um, are reacting within our own body and giving us a way to help adapt to stressors and those stressors could be environmental they could be mental, physical, they could be diet related, um, mm-hmm. you know I think in the modern world, it's like the those types of stresses that we're coming in contact with every day are pretty much endless so um, right. I think I think you know having this mix of um, hemp and adaptions put together in one formula was really where we, we kind of saw this is a, this is really an all in one. Dream team of helping somebody who's overworked, overstressed, um, and having, you know, stress can cause a lot of inflammation in the body, which can then leads leads to disease. And so ultimately, it was how do we help people cope with stress? How do we help people feel better? And so the daytime helps you, uh, you know, calm that stress response while also helping you kind of tune in and have a little bit stronger cognitive performance with some of the nootropic herbs we have in there. And then the nighttime is really about um, helping you relax and restore and build your immune system while you
0: sleep. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's a big thing for people right now is sleep. Um, we, We have a lot of patients that come in every day just for, they're not even getting their cards, they're just getting, uh, stuff for sleep and you've yeah. got a nice combination here with uh, valerian and um, lavender and, you know, all sorts of things that, that help uh, aid in sleep. And, you know, especially right now with the pandemic and the stress, people are just, they're all over the map, you know? So uh, they're inconsistent and, you know, CDC's coming out with other things this morning and yesterday and people are back, the anxiety's back up, you know? um so it's it's good to have these these kinds of aids in our lives right now because we we really need them
1: <laughs>
4: yeah i mean i like to talk about our formulas um you mentioned the yin yang and uh, you know i really see them kind of you take them as a set and it's really to help uh, it's to help with that daily sense of zen i mean everyone needs a little bit more mm-hmm. zen in their life and um that's kind of our core philosophy is you know, there's always going to be crazy things in the world, and we don't want to tune out to it, but we also want to make sure that um, we're coming to it from a place of, of balance and strength to be able to deal with
0: it. Absolutely. Yeah, you you want to be aware but calm in it because you can't make healthy uh, decisions if you're, you know, you're not grounded in, in it, you know what I mean? Um, completely, yeah. So so it says here on your website you've got rigorous quality testing who do you who does your testing and and what are you testing for?
4: Yeah, so we do man, we do a lot of testing. Um, we're really following two protocols, so we're following the FDA protocol for um, creating a supplement which is not yet attached to the hemp industry and to hemp industry products, and then we're following. Um, the regulations that have been attached to uh, the cannabis industry, um, regulated cannabis, and so following the testing protocols there. So, you know, what that looks like is when uh, we get our plants from the suppliers, you know, they're all coming with COAs, and then we do an, another mm. check. We do an identity check to make sure that plant is what it says it is. Um, mm. When we when we're getting our um, when we're getting our cannabis and our hemp from our farmer, um, that's coming with the COA. But then we do our own testing right away to just confirm that um, the product is what it says it is. It is as potent as it mm-hmm. says it is. And then we go through a, a double extraction process of our herbs. Um, and so coming out of that we're doing um, an interim test for volatile um, organic compounds to make sure that mm-hmm. our ethanol is, is at a level because we use ethanol to extract our plants that are ethanol is at a level that's not there. And then the final product testing, um, everything all in one, which this, this kind of testing isn't normally done for um, supplements, just normal plant-based supplements, but again, following the cannabis protocol so we're testing for mycotoxins, heavy metals, pesticides, um, volatile organic compounds, potency, terpenes. Um, I might be missing something, but, you know, we just do hmm. the full suite analysis there, of really testing for anything to make sure that this product is really safe. And, and um, you know, that sometimes people might wonder, you know, like looking at the different products that are out there and trying to discern is is this product the same apples to apples as another product, and you know oftentimes it's you know having all this rigorous testing that happens in the background is really how you can tell like higher quality products um from lesser quality products and so, you know, sometimes that's also reflected in the price, right? People might be wondering, why is this product mm-hmm. more expensive than the other? And there's due diligence mm-hmm. happening in the background to make sure that that product is really safe. And the fact that mm-hmm. um, we're creating something that's meant to heal, it's of utmost importance to us that what is going out there is completely clean and it's completely doing what we're setting out to do and that there's nothing hidden in it that could make somebody sick.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, you don't, you, you can't have that because a lot of people have compromised immune systems to start with. You can't add contaminants on top of that. Um, do you have an actual brick and mortar store or are you simply online right now?
4: Yeah, we're, we're just online. Um, so people can find us at prismaticplants.com, and, um, we have a variety of, you know, smaller brick and mortar retail partners that we work with where if you're in the, uh, Southern California area. We're carried in Arowan, um, which is a large kind of organic premium grocery retailer down there. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we don't have plans to build out a brick and mortar, but, you know, we love to partner with uh, any other retail
0: partners that feel like our product might be a right fit for them. Awesome. Uh, So uh, is there cannabis in this or is it just strictly hemp?
4: CBD. Yeah, it's it's hemp, but you know, I I use the term um interchangeably cuz you know, hemp is a type of cannabis, but um not to confuse people cuz I know it gets really confusing of what is what. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it, it's it's uh hemp and um definitely under the 0.3% THC that's right. allowed um ridiculous and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, like even that that small amount, having gone through uh, a lot of, you know, trials of, of other types of extracts and products and whatnot, I, I do still strongly believe that full-spectrum extracts within hemp, even though it's a small amount, um, work more effectively than broad-spectrum. I think having that little oh, bit of absolutely. THC in there
0: helps you yeah. activate. Cool plant. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. helps activate what now?
4: This h- helps helps activate your endocannabinoid system and and overall healing.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, we carry we carry all three. We have a product that's just strictly CBD. We have a lot of people that are very concerned and you know, a lot of COA drivers and stuff they don't want to
4: Sure. You know, yeah.
0: have their license taken away and such. And they have broad spectrum For people who are still a little weary, (laughs) but we, Mm -hmm. I I always recommend, I go right to the full spectrum um, for people usually, unless they don't want it. But that's usually where I go to because having the whole plant available is parts of it, you know, especially if if you're going to, you know, you don't want to change it too much. Um, Yeah. Also here, uh, it says you've got sustainable agriculture, eco-friendly supply chain, and you donate to like-minded organizations. What kind of organizations are you donating to? Yeah, so
4: we're part of um, this organization called the Florette Coalition, um, and, mm-hmm. and you can find out more information about that by going to Broccoli Magazine or, or going on Instagram and searching for Floret Coalition. Um, but it's essentially a group of cannabis businesses who are setting out to um, kind of help uh the in the inequities that exist within the bipoc community um mm-hmm. black indigenous people of color community and so we every month um, their board picks an organization and we donate um, a portion of our proceeds to go to that organization um, we also have various campaigns from time to time that go to other specific organizations whether it's environmental um, and then, you know, 1% of our, our profits um, are also going to um, a variety of organizations that we feel like are kind of around the ethos of our company, which is, you mm-hmm. know, celebrating plant-based medicine and making sure that it's
0: accessible to people. Awesome. That's really great. Because it, sh- it should be accessible to everybody um, on every level. Yeah, really level, should. Whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. No matter, I mean, I know someday, you know, in the future, you'll go to the pharmacy or whatever and you'll have Tylenol and ibuprofen and there'll be your little cannabis capsules, you know. <laughs> It'll be there someday. <laughs> but it might be a long time, but it should be accessible. Uh, and safely, though, you know, like you said, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad to hear you're testing like that. Um, do you, are you growing any of this yourself? Are you involved with the farmers that you're getting your CBD from or
4: yeah, so him? we have a farmer. Yeah, we have a farmer we work with um, out of Colorado um, that we have a direct relationship with, who is USDA certified organic, and um, you know I think that was really important to us is is really sourcing every item in our supply chain. So mm-hmm. you know everything that we're sourcing is organic, um, and with right. that also looking for sustainable. Um, agriculture within that. I think the great thing about growing, um, you know, hemp and, and growing cannabis in general, depending upon the facilities and how it's grown is that, you know, there, there's a reason it's called a weed, right? The, the, the nickname <laughs> weed. And that's because
0: mm-hmm. it
4: grows quickly. It grows well. Um, and it's just a very efficient plant. So it doesn't require mm-hmm. the amount of resources at something like um, cotton or, you know, some of the other crops that we grow. So, you know, side note there, I think just being within that industry, um, being supporting the hemp industry and, you know, I hope more of our U.S. agriculture actually moves over to growing hemp and growing cannabis and moves away from growing some of these other crops that are really resource intensive. And we can make that, industry more of a a function of our um, of our agriculture industry of this country and so you know with that comes uh, federal policy that needs to get passed.
0: Oh absolutely Uh, that's for sure it will it'll happen it's just going to take a long time and it's going to take you know sadly it's about money for a lot of people until and you always know this story well I was not a believer until someone I knew got sick you know and the only thing that would help them is this and more and more we're hearing these stories where people are just flat out trying this first, you know, they're, they're like, Hey, yeah. you know, someone said that this is what's working and this is what I should try. And, um, you know, your, ed, your, uh, website has some great educational articles on here, which we're all about. Um, so I love it. Uh, uh, prismatic Check it out, everybody. Uh, I know we got off to a late start and I apologize, but, um, if you it, I'll, I'll get this end wrapped up here for you, so you can get on your day and get going. Um, thank you for coming on air. Do you want to tell everybody else where else they can find you? Uh, are you doing any uh, sure. tele tele lectures or anything fun like that, or <laughs> tele speaking? <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: nothing like that happening, but I, you know, I think we have some um, partnered pop ups in the works, and then um, you know, if any of your listeners are are interested in, in checking out our products, they can use the code TUMBLEWEEDS, just all one word, for 20% off if they'd like to try nice. some of our products. Um, and thank you. Thanks, Belle, so much for the time today and um, really appreciate talking to you guys and, and your listeners.
0: Oh, well, we appreciate having you on and, again, sorry for the whole time mix-up. Um, we'll take you have.
1: Yeah, no problem. <laughs>
0: Yeah, keep us updated with what's going on, and we will surely reach out to you about your product, and we wish you nothing but the best, and thank you for taking the time to. to... Thank you. Take care. Oh, and of course, I'm cutting out right at this point here, so let's see what happens. Um, uh, You're gone. Continue. Let's see. Are we still there? Are we gone? You're back now. I'm back now. Oh, I'm back now. Surprise. Yeah, it cut out just as we ended the interview, so that's fine. Uh, you can see, or see, well, you can see there's uh, information on our website, TumbleWeekHealthCenter.com. We were just about to bust out our favorite song of the morning. you are going to take a quick break, and we'll come back at you. Puff, puff,
1: puff, 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 Buff, 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 buff,
2: But shit, it was 99 cents. I'll be blazing and smoking, They're about to go and get some munchies. Next, Passing up on those cracker decks, recent pizzas are where it's at. Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up. I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up. I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride. No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take it 65? Deville cruise cruising to my local Publix. Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks. They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos. I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos. Hello, hello, my main man, Obama. A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana. What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no. The DPAs will be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes.
1: I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a lookin' for a bot shop. This is fucking awesome. A hip, you used to smoke weed, Ooh. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a one. Looking for a 5 shop. This is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs. It's time to pull those love. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate clubs. Let's end the war on me. The people have agreed.
0: All right, welcome back to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. If you're just tuning in, it's Weed Day Wednesday. <laughs> I'm Bell Star, Cannabis Kid is nowhere to be found. <laughs> Hello to Grand Island and Silver Sister. We have some big news we're going to announce right now. Ready? Hang on. Let's get that drum roll up. Oh, that was weak. Let's try that again. Yay. So for tumbleweed 10-year anniversary, we decided to open another shop. (laughs) How about that? Only this one is very unique from different uh, from other CBD shops and you'll know why soon. Um, Yeah. Top secret for right now, but it has something to do with what was on the radio
1: show today.
0: Anywho um, it's going to be the hemp and CBD shop. Uh, We're going to have a CBD doctor on staff saying, right. Um, And we're going to have all sorts of wonderful products, uh, everything hemp and CBD uh, with a unique little flair coming soon. So you're going to love it. It's called The Good Lease. It's going to be at 6224 East Speedway over by Bookman's across the street from Starbucks and Trader Joe's. Opening soon. We'll let you know when. <laughs> uh, it is a work in progress right now. So just a few weeks, a couple more weeks. We'll get that open to you um also you can vote for tumbleweeds health center check it out if you go to the home section go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com go to the home page you can vote for a best of tucson 2021 vote it up we really appreciate that you can also give us a five-star review if you're happy with us if you're not don't just kidding um but don't call us <laughs> tell us why <laughs> we'll fix it we'll make it better uh, right now, there's a $299 certification special, and that includes, uh, if you don't have medical records, that includes that, your evaluation fee, doctor fee, state fee, which is 150 bucks, and um, processing fee it includes everything, and that's good for two years. Yeah, good for two years. So I know you guys are all excited to renew your cards, and we are too, but check your expiration dates, because there's been a handful of folks that have come in, and They didn't have their cards on hand, and we couldn't see, so we went through the whole process and found out that, dang it, their cards were still good for a little time anyway. Uh, If you know anyone who's deaf or hard of hearing and needs a sign language interpreter, we offer that free of charge as well. Uh, Yes, November 11, 11, uh, 2021, will be turning 10 years old. Huge party. Right, Silver Sister? Huge party coming on. We didn't know that yet, but there is. Also, if you are um, getting your medical card, if you have your medical card, if you're new to getting your medical card, go to our website, TumbleWeedsHealthCenter.com. And on the front page, if you scroll down just past where our 10 years of service coming up is uh, our little badges, um, the Arizona Department of Health Services section is there with their logo. You can create your patient portal, which is super simple. You just click that button. And it's asking for your legal first and last name, your phone number, date of birth, and an email address. And that is it. Then they'll send you a link. You create a password. You email that password to us. We process your information, and we're good to go. You can log into your portal. You can process your own application. If you just would rather do it yourself and get it done right in the next, you know, Thirty minutes or whatever, then you go ahead, right ahead, and do it. We will do it for you, and it would should only take twenty four to forty eight hours to get your medical card. If you forgot your password, there's a button for that too. So you can check that out. Just hit forgot password. Uh, you can contact us, um, ask us questions. Uh, you can check us out, check out our doctors. You can see what conditions qualify you for a medical cannabis card. That would be PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, all kinds of seizures, uh, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, uh, agitation of Alzheimer's, which runs the gamut all the way to dementia, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. Um, you're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition or just a treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes any of the above conditions or more. So if you're being treated for something and your ailment's not on the list but something is causing something there, then you can go ahead and get certified. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can email tucson at gmail.com, or you can just come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, uh, corner of broad, southeast side of Broadway and Swan. And we do offer telemed. So if you can't or don't want to leave where you are, uh, just shoot us an email. There's a section on our website to fill out a little telemedicine form. Uh, fill that out and we'll get in contact with you to get you your medical cannabis card. All right, here's, a little, here's some news, some game-changing news. Ready for this, New York? Marijuana will no longer be seized at New York airports. New York police have stopped seizing marijuana, making arrests, or issuing tickets for low-level marijuana possession for travelers passing through airports across the state. New York legalized the possession of up to three ounces of marijuana in March, Times Union reported, quote, we don't seize it, we just look for threats, explosives, knives, guns, we don't look for illegally possessed narcotics, said Bart Johnson, who was federal security director at Albany International Airport. When we notice something suspicious on a pat-down or something like that, and then we discover that it's marijuana, so we're looking to see if that's a threat. If it turns out to be something that appears to be an illegal substance, we just notify law enforcement. The Albany County Sheriff said they no longer issue tickets or make an arrest if the amount of cannabis appears to be less than three ounces. There it is, folks. In prior years, deputies and investigators had made dozens of arrests or issued tickets for unlawful possession of marijuana at the airport. Quote, TSA officers do not search for marijuana or other illegal drugs. Quote, TSA stated in April 2019, quote, our screening procedures are focused on security and detecting potential threats, but in the event a substance appears to be marijuana or a cannabis-infused product, we're required by federal law to notify law enforcement. This includes items that are used for medicinal purposes. So they can still call the cops on you, but they're not going to do anything. I mean, you know... These days, you know, it's seriously these days. It's like, why would you? Um, you're, it's, you're just you're just gonna get laughed at anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least at least by us. Three ounces or less. Oh, so New York, gosh, remember when? Oh, God, who was flying with like actual plants in the airport? Remember when that happened? Some some guy like took on some actual cannabis plants onto the plane, and they're like, uh. <laughs> What do we even do with this stuff? It's a plant. Now, you can't smoke it. You can't do anything with it.
1: <laughs>
0: we know what you can do with it. Uh, it's a plant. Come on, guys. Uh, what else is going on in the news? That was brought to you by com. New Mexico is expected to run out of cannabis when legal sales begin. Well, no, it's not magic. That's um, I'm sure that New Mexico could be in trouble when it comes to cannabis availability. In a recent hearing, experts stated that New Mexico will likely run out of recreational cannabis products within the first week of when sales go live. <laughs> Linda Trujillo, superintendent of the Regulation and Licensing Department, spoke with the Economic Franchise. Obviously, referring to the future of cannabis sales, Trujillo said that they am- anticipate not having enough product to meet demand by the time the program launches next year. Hmm. It's highly likely we will run out of cannabis in the first week, if not the first two weeks, she said in the meeting, for information based on the first few weeks of other states' recreational uh, cannabis launch programs. According to Trujillo's estimate, the state would need to make sure it has grown 500,000 plants in order to meet the expected demand. It isn't as easy as growing that amount though. Said, uh noted that they should account for at least an 18% growth uh, failure rate. That's true. New Mexico gets ready for the rush. The New Mexico recreational cannabis law officially went into effect June 29th, but New Mexico's deadline to begin cannabis licenses is September 1st. However, the regulation and licensing department has not released details about proposed retailer uh, rules, nor have individuals been chosen to run the cannabis regulation advisory committee. Quote, I thought we would have done this months ago. Quote, Trujillo said, quote, it's a little disappointing to me that it's taken so long to do it. Quote, New Mexican lawmakers who approved legalization in a, the industry, including production, testing facilities, and retail businesses. The most recent regulatory movement included the Cannabis Control Division, CCD, altering plant-related rules. The CCD ruled to increase the number of plants that a grower may cultivate from 4,500 to 8,000, as well as an extra 500 per year for four years, resulting in a total of 10,000 plants. Oh, yeah, golf clap for that. 10,000 plants. We get six, and I do a lot with that. Holy smoke, get it? Smoke. All right. New Mexico is expected to collect 50 million in cannabis revenue during its first year, and will create approximately 11,000 jobs. While there won't be any shortage of interest in cannabis, Trujillo's main concern is how they make access, oh, how they can make access to the cannabis industry easier for locals who don't have the finances to succeed in the industry. Quote. Access to capital is almost not available, Chirilo said. Uh, Quote, my fear is that individuals who are interested in getting into this industry are going to take measures like cashing out their retirement or taking out second mortgages on their homes or taking out their family life savings. Matt Munoz, a partner in the Carver family farm business who's looking to become a cannabis micro business owner, according to Yahoo Finance, he believes... That the state should help residents looking to enter the industry by giving them first priority, uh, giving them first priority for business licenses. He defends this stance by pointing out the high cost of both obtaining a license as well as getting a regular, uh, regulated cannabis business up and running. Availability is limited in New Mexico too. In Albuquerque, Munoz says the vacancy rate is approximately two percent which would make it both difficult and expensive for a resident to operate a cannabis business there. He also voiced concerns with the burgeoning black market for cannabis in Oklahoma, whose cannabis program has been live for three years now. The next public hearing held by the uh, Cannabis Control Division is set to be held on August 6th. Meetings with numerous state organizations will continue to be held up to the point when recreational cannabis sales begin April of 2020. 2022. Oh, come on guys. We know what
1: We're
0: 20. you guys that's just silly. Well, here's the deal. They have, an, they have until April of next year you know, start growing autos. Let's hear it for autos. Auto plants are great. So start growing your regulars. Grow autos in between and just keep it going. Have it out. You guys can do this, New Mexico. We, You got this. All right. Um, um, what else on in the news today? Um, what is happening? Just trying to find a good, fun article for you guys this morning. Um, let's see. <laughs> the first marijuana consumption lounge opens in Illinois.
1: Woo!
0: <laughs> marijuana smokers in southern Illinois can now legally light up in a new consumption lounge. The Luna Lounge... Uh, in Sessor, Illinois, about five hours south of Chicago, was specifically built for the marijuana, for built for marijuana smokers uh, Illinois' new recreational marijuana allows cities to authorize marijuana consumption lounges for adults twenty one and up only in licensed marijuana dispensaries or a retail tobacco store, which is defined as a store that generates eighty percent of, or more of its revenue from the sale of tobacco or smoking products. But we're providing a place to smoke cannabis, just like a bar, but with no alcohol, said Luna Lounge owner Holly Roder. Luna's customers will pay a $4.20 entry fee and can purchase CBD, pipes, rolling papers, and rent bongs. Luna will provide entertainment with bands, comedians, and board games. Quote, the feedback we've gotten has been overwhelmingly positive. Sessor's mayor said, quote, I don't partake, but just like every new business, I'm going to show up and show my support. I hope they have a domino effect and bring in tourism for other businesses. We're hoping it will help, we're hoping it will help Sessor grow. Way to go, Holly. Whoop, whoop. You go, girl. Smoking in the lounges of Illinois. That's lovely. All right. Okay, Arizona. Hotel now offers cannabis-friendly rooms. Right on. God, it's so annoying. You go to a hotel now, and you're like, you got your weed with you, and you get the no-smoking room because you don't want to smell like that smoke, right? And then you're like, oh, but I said I wouldn't smoke. But you're talking cigarettes.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. New ownership of the Clarendon Hotel and Spa, a landmark. Four-star Boutique Hotel in Central Phoenix just announced it has become Arizona's first cannabis-friendly hotel. You go. Starting July 25th, guests will have the opportunity opportunity to book cannabis-friendly rooms by calling a hotel at 602-252-7363 or using the booking website Bud and Breakfast at budandbreakfast.com. The cannabis sleeping rooms are located on the west side of the hotel um, property where guests can partake in edibles, flour, and vape, which have been purchased at a local dispensary. Cannabis flour usage is allowed in designated areas only. To shop for cannabis, the hotel will offer a car service to drive guests to a dispensary when they where they can also rent pipes and bombs. Quote, we are a cannabis-friendly hotel and have a cannabis-friendly event uh, company that is elevating and educating the community about cannabis, states Darren Brotherton, VP of Operations. The only difference guests would notice in the cannabis rooms is that each room will contain a scrubber, which recirculates the air to keep things fresh. Between guests, a more powerful cleaner is brought in for a deeper clean of the environment. There's no cigarette smoking in any of the hotels. Chef Derek Upton, known as the Arizona Cannabis Chef, was featured on Netflix's Cooked with Cannabis and Food Network's first ever Chop 420. He is available to provide in-room cannabis infused dinners and guests can also register for his Elevated Under the Stars, and intimate dinner party featuring a cannabis infused six course fine dining experience atop the sky deck. During the heat of the summer months, the location is at a private off-site indoor venue. Well, that sounds lovely. I just want to eat a six course meal that anybody but myself's making. I love food, especially when other people
1: are making it. <laughs>
0: oh. All right, you know I want to bust into one of my favorite lines. I hope you're enjoying your drinks as much as my horse enjoyed making them for you. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Line from the movie, movie quote. Don't get old personal on me and all upset. That was funny. <laughs> a million Ways to Die in the West. Go watch it and quit yelling at me. Well, there you have it, folks. Wow, that's pretty cool. I like it. I like the whole, I think we should uh, I think we should have a company dinner. <laughs> An elevated company dinner. I think that's a really good idea. There you go. We're going to Phoenix, folks. Uh, we're going to have to Uber there, though, because if you eat too many edibles, you are definitely not driving back to Tucson. That's for sure. Jeff, yeah. Get us all trashed. Oh, boy. All right. What else is going on? The good leaf coming soon. We even have a fun new phone number. You can have it, but I don't think you can call it yet. It's 520-532-5323, and it spells 532-LEAF. Yeah. 532-LEAF for the good leaf. We're super, super excited to bring you some awesome, awesome, super healthy surprises. You guys are going to love this. Uh, something you can take on the go with you, something totally healthy, totally natural, and anyone 18 years and older can use. i take marijuana, (laughs) but it's not going to be marijuana. No, uh, we can't have marijuana. It's hemp, and it's going to be awesome, awesome, awesome hemp. Okay, let's see. Um, Canada to reopen border. Travelers reminded cannabis is prohibited.
1: Ooh,
0: okay, here you go, folks. The borders open to Americans with proof of vaccination and who don't have any cannabis. That's lame. So you can only go to Canada if you're vaccinated, a? Eh? Apparently, on both sides of some areas of the U.S.-Canadian border, cannabis is legal for adult youth, but that doesn't mean you can take cannabis through customs of an international border. Uh, don't even think about it. They need a duh thing on here. Duh. Duh. Or maybe this is it. That's eh, too long. Uh, don't even think about it because officials from both sides say they won't tolerate it and it can still get you into serious trouble. Canada is opening the border to vaccinated American travelers beginning August ninth. But despite cannabis being legal, For adult use in New York and Canada, it's still illegal to take it between the two countries. It's the same story in ports of entry in Washington State, Michigan, Maine, and other areas. Travelers must have received their vaccine at least 14 days prior. Uh, Next, they must provide all COVID-19-related information electronically through the website. Finally, travelers must have physical proof of vaccination to present at the border, i.e. a paper card. It's easy to forget a passport or even worse forget that you have weed in the car when there isn't much time to turn around, uh, to turn the car around. But if you get caught with weed, you'll almost certainly be denied entry, entry to the U.S., regardless of state legal medical cards, and to be given a ticket or arrested at third discretion. Mike uh, Niz- Nizgada, sorry, is a public affairs officer with the U.S. Customs and Border Protection and said there have been a number of smuggling cases, even though cannabis is legal on both sides quote, we had an, an incursion that came in via helicopter that landed in Grand Island, just north of Buffalo. Uh, in 2019, Border Patrol agents recovered four duffel bags, carrying a total of more than 100 pounds of cannabis with a street value of $100,000. Well, Grand Island, made the news. Patty, is that you? Um, They see smaller infractions happen more often. Unintended smuggling because people have cannabis in their cars and forget about it. They say they went to Toronto, to go up to see the Maple Leafs play, the Sabres. They brought some marijuana and then they forgot it. Uh, And then they realized what happened. That could result in potentially serious charges though. So because of U.S. Customs and Border Protection agents default to federal law. So what do you do if you have cannabis at a uh, Canadian port of entry? <laughs> you ditch it, people! <laughs> When Canada first legalized cannabis, the parliamentary secretary to Canada's Minister of Public Safety told Canadians they should, quote, be honest and tell the truth. (laughs) But U.S. Customs Border Protection agents can ban you from entering the United States, even for admitting that you're there to smoke cannabis to party. For this reason, an immigration lawyer told Vice he recommends being silent about plans to smoke weed when crossing the border. Having cannabis in the car could be worse. The best thing to do is just pay attention to what's in your car and prevent accidental smuggling charges. In some ports of entry, there are places where you can do a U-turn and find a place to dispose of cannabis. It depends on the port of uh, entry, though. Some ports of entry have areas where they could U-turn and some do not. If travelers are caught throwing a bag of weed out the window, officials say that they face littering charges on top of cannabis possession. Oh, Lord, officials claim that it's better to declare cannabis in the vehicle, but it could result in a fine or an arrest. (laughs) To avoid all of that, he said travelers would be wise to leave the cannabis at home um, or to dispose of it before reaching the border in the first place. You think? You think that would be the wise thing to do? Oh, I don't know, folks. Let's see what's going on here. Uh Uh-oh. Once again, I can't hear the music. There it is. All right. There we go. Thanks for tuning in today. We say Wednesday, everybody. Remember, only 150 days until Christmas, pal. Get ready. Thank you, Sarah Polanski, for coming on air. We really appreciate You guys you can check her out at prismaticplants.com. Next week, we do have another guest. Wait for it. Wait for it. Let's see who it is. Drummer. Or maybe we don't. Oh, August 4th. I don't think we have a guest, but that's okay. We got you guys, and we love you, and we thank you for being here each and every week. Remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. And don't forget to check out the Good Leaves coming soon. Come to Tumble Retail Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. And come get certified. Come get some CBD. Come get some education. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Happy Weekday Wednesday, everybody. woo It's a great day. It's a beautiful day in Tucson. I hope it is weary too. We love y'all. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week. With the Lucky Lands Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere.